gentlemen, come right yes. in. I'm super excited tonight or this afternoon or morning, wherever you may be joining us live. <laughs> Let everyone know that we are here with Dr. Evelyn Bethune. Hello, Dr. Evelyn. Hi, how are you? It's great to be here. Absolutely. So glad to have you here in the house tonight. So great evening, great morning, great afternoon, wherever you may be tuning in live with us for another episode of Who Wouldn't Serve a God Like This? Where it, uh, Whether you're joining us live on Facebook or YouTube in my private Facebook group, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you all so much for tuning in. So if I'm about to say what I'm, I'm about to go into the other show. <laughs> it's been an incredible day today. So I just really want you all to come right on in because you're definitely in for a treat. I'm so happy and so grateful that you all have taken out time out of your busy schedule to be with us this evening for another episode of Who Wouldn't Serve a God Like This, where it is uh, my Featured guest for this evening is none other than Dr. Evelyn Bethune. She's a best-selling author, consultant, speaker, founder, and CEO of History in the Making Coaching Network. She's also a managing partner of the MMB Project. She is also the granddaughter of none other than Mary McLeod Bethune, the late, great Dr. Mary McLeod Bethune. So definitely tag everyone that you know a minimum of 10 and let them know that we are here getting ready to embark upon another episode of who wouldn't serve a God like this, where it is my goal and my desire and my mission to share with the world, the crisis or those traumas, right? That God has allowed to happen in our lives. And then those triggers where he's building our faith along the way. And then, of course, those triumphs where we, above all, give God the glory in our story, right? For the millions of those who are out there waiting to be healed from our story. So I just want to welcome each and every one of you. I have none other than I'm so honored. First of all, I am so honored and privileged to have none other than Dr. Evelyn Bethune to be with us tonight and to share her story. So, Dr. Evelyn, welcome, welcome, welcome once again. Thank yes, you so much for accepting the invitation. It's a joy to be here. I'm looking Fantastic. forward to it. Fantastic. So, ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Evelyn Bethune uh, is selected as a phenomenal woman in 2015 and one of the most influential women in business She uh, by the Daytona Beach Business Journal. She is the granddaughter, like I said, she is the granddaughter of Dr. Mary McLeod Bethune and the CEO of History in the Making Coaching Network. Dr. Bethune is also a managing member of the MMB Project, which is the Marilyn McLeod Bethune Project, okay? Yes. And she, uh, which is focused on developing a big screen TV series on the life of great African-Americans just in time for Black History Month. And so if this hair would stay out of my eye, okay? <laughs> I don't have that problem as you can Right, see. right. Look, y'all gonna come in one day and I'm gonna be like Dr. Evelyn over here. <laughs> I, I will tell you that, you know, it was, it was a decision because I just got tired of trying to figure it out. Come on now. Um, you know, Come on now. I have alopecia, and so uh, hair grows when it wants to. And mm. trying to do these different things. Finally, what my daughter said, well, Ma, let's just shave your head and see what it looks like. If you don't like it, we can go to the wig store. Hello. You know. <laughs> here I am. And Hello. <laughs> and beautifully doing it. Okay. <laughs> yes, indeed. So, again... Uh, she is a best-selling published author, a radio program host, and mo a, mo a motivational speaker. And one of uh, the goals of Dr. Evelyn Bethune is to continue working uh, uh, to expand the knowledge of Dr. Marilyn 
Mary, sorry, Dr. Mary McLeod Bethune, and to ensure the continuation, growth, and development of her legacy by encouraging and promoting education and community service in a variety of platforms. So this is it. This is it. This is it. Um, she has a plethora, a beautiful bio, and I'm definitely not going to steal any of her thunder, but let me share this with you. She um, was listed in Who's Who in American Colleges and Universities and one of the first African-American students at the University of Florida inducted into the University Student Hall of Fame. Come on now. And the Florida Blue Key Honor Society, several recognitions uh, in the congressional record of the United States of America, as well as state, gov uh, state governments. She's also the first African-American woman to own a race car. Come on now. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. In the Rolex at, at the Daytona International Speedway. Come on now, Dr. Evelyn, show us how it's done. Absolutely, you only live once, so show us how it's done. All right, and then she has over 40 years experience. Uh, she has a professional background that it, it, that is amazing, okay, from everywhere from a commodities broker, tax accountant, handling budget plans for projects in excess of $100 million. Come on now. She's a small business owner, an award-winning speaker and author, and, 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 and over the years, Dr. Evelyn has mentored over 300 students uh, through high school and college. She has a passion for helping solve problems and bring a positive in to what sometimes can be difficult situations. Dr. Evelyn uh, Bethune instructs nonviolent communication, oral and physical body language, come on now, and promotes an environment of consensus. She is at her best serving the public. Come on now. Yes, indeed. So thank you, thank you, thank you, Dr. Evelyn, for joining me today and joining my audience today. So it's such a pleasure to have you. Well, you know, um, the, the greatest part of what I do, I think, is anchored in my faith. Um, you know, God, God tells us that he wants us to spread his word. And, and you don't do it just with rhetoric. You have to do it in your actions as well. Come on now. A lot of times, we, as they say, we talk the talk, but we don't walk the walk. Yes, ma'am. And ma so as we grow and, and develop our faith, we have to um, be willing to be of service to our community and, and to give back. Everything can't be just for me and mine. Absolutely. 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 And that's what my grandmother was about. My grandmother was ruled by her faith. That was her guide. And, and that's why I believe she was able to accomplish uh, the incredible things that she did because mm -hmm. she put God first. Above Absolutely. All. Absolutely. And I'm telling you, when you put God first, you, the sky, the beyond the sky is the limit. Yes. Beyond the sky is the limit. And so, you know, that's what we do on, uh, in this life, you yes. know, is serve. And Jim Rohn says his best service to many leads to greatness. Absolutely. So, yeah. Absolutely. You put God first. Everything else falls into place. Even when Everything. you don't think it's falling into place. It is. It, it's working out for you good. Don't so do. let's go ahead and get right into it. So Dr. <laughs> Evelyn, Dr. Evelyn. So share with my audience today. We know what your, uh, what your bio says, right? So a little bit about what your bio says. So yes. share with my audience, what was that traumatic thing or those traumatic things in your life that happened to you? Well, I think that in the life of most 
uh, descendants of people who do great things, mm-hmm. you have trauma. And mm. you have trauma because the expectation of the outside circle is that you are going to be just like your ancestor or your yeah. whoever in your family has the light shining on them. Mm-hmm. And and so you don't really have the opportunity and the space to find your own self. And you feel a heavy responsibility because you know that people are watching every single thing that you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were growing up, we didn't have a name. Our name was Grandchildren of Mira McLeod the Film. <laughs> I can only imagine. <laughs> exactly. And and even as a and you know, for my brothers, when they graduated from high school, they went straight to the Marine Corps. And wow. that was, you know, the anticipation, of course, was that we would all go to Bethlehem Cookman, we would all be teachers. Um, or work in the field of education because that was, you know, what my grandmother did. Um, And, you know, we had other ideas. And in many cases, we had other ideas because we wanted to find our own space. Absolutely. Um, But part of doing that is sometimes being misguided and misdirected because you're trying to escape and you don't really know how or what to do. Mm. Um, and that's not just as young people, but even into your adult life, because you still have, people still have those expectations. And anytime you stumble or fall, it's headlines uh, where somebody else might be able to uh, go quietly into the night. Uh, When you look up, your name is on the front page of the newspaper Mm. and it leads with granddaughter of Hush your mouth. Absolutely. Wow. (laughs) So um, it can be um, very disconcerting um, in terms of how you find your own space. Mm -hmm. Um, I've always known who God was. Um, I grew up in a house where church was a part of what we did. Mm -hmm. Um, and, And not just church, but truly understanding who God was and, and how mm-hmm. our faith supported uh, our life and, and our ability to, to have strength and courage and, and move forward. Um, yeah. We knew where we came from. We knew our history. And we also, well, for me, I grew up in the midst of segregation. And mm-hmm. so I also understood the stumbling blocks that come along with that. Uh, racism is a horrible disease. Yes, it and is. It's one that we don't want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we talk about COVID, but we won't talk about racism. Come on now. <laughs> and so, um, tell the truth about it. That's you know, and and so all of those things combined can you can wake up and find yourself in the midst of of, of chaos. Mm-hmm. Um, I made some major mistakes and you know feeling that you know if I don't handle this right or if I tell somebody or if I ask for help it's going to become a bigger mess well Mm. that's the devil trying to make you think that you got to try to do it all by yourself so that it will blow up in your face right and so because of that um, I did 10 months in prison Um, And and I say that because I want people to understand that because you may come from a certain place doesn't mean that you don't slip and fall. Amen. Amen. The beauty is that if you have faith in the right thing, faith in God, you know that you can get up. Amen. And God also protects you even (laughs) when you have made messes of your blessing when you've made a mess of your life, God never turns away from us. Amen. And and I I will tell people, um, prison was not a place I was familiar with. The culture was totally strange and mystical to me. I'm sure. But from the moment that I was incarcerated, God placed somebody in my space, whether it was a 
another prisoner who knew me from the community because you know your friends and family and neighbors and everybody else you know know somebody exactly and exactly. so he had he placed somebody with me to wow. help me navigate to know uh how to follow whatever the instruction was that i was totally oblivious of mm -hmm. um, and i always felt that there was an angel guiding guarding and protecting me Won't he do it? when you are behind those walls i will tell you the inmates are not the only people that you need to be concerned about as it relates to your safety wow um many times the most dangerous people around you are the ones who are supposed to be keeping you safe wow and so you know if anybody is reads the newspaper they know that just because somebody says they're there to protect and serve doesn't mean that that's what they're there to do oh we have uh seen that time and time again absolutely play yes. in the so news women, mm -hmm. um, i was in a women's facility and the majority of the guards were male mm -hmm. so imagine what that dynamic was like. absolutely absolutely and there's also a culture in the prison system that promotes um, deviant behavior. And oh yes, and so um, and that whether that be from uh, administrators, uh, guards, prison population, mm -hmm. it's a part of the culture. Wow. And so you have to learn to navigate. And I will say this, I am always going to be my God self. Absolutely. And I am always going to, people are always aware that I truly believe in the power of God. Amen. And I didn't get religion when I went to prison. I took it with me. Come on now. And it was that faith that helped me not become a part of the culture, not feel like I had to uh, take on certain behaviors in order to um, to be there. Um, sure. Because I always said from the time I went in, this is only a moment in time. It's not a forever. Absolutely. And I'm going to be obedient to God's word. I don't care where I am because exactly. I have learned my lesson. Come on now. God will not have to do a repeat on me. <laughs> exactly. Because he will repeat it until you, want, you learn it. <laughs> until you learn. I was, you took the words right out of my mouth. Absolutely. And, and, so, and wow. I hope that in telling my story, that I help other people understand that you can make a mistake. Absolutely. But you don't have to give up because of that mistake. Amen. That you use your testimony to grow, to become stronger. And to help somebody else grow and be strong. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. My dad used to tell us that when you tell your own story, you determine the trajectory. You know, when yes. you try to keep it a secret, that's when somebody else can take it and use it as a weapon against you. Say it again. And that's how the enemy works. Absolutely. He Absolutely. always wants you to uh to try to hide in hiding exactly hide. and keep you in bondage that's Absolutely. that's that's keeping you in bondage Absolutely. and just like the word says the truth will set, you, set free. you free and that is so true no doubt and it i will tell true. you i the, the last couple of years that i've since i've, I've been home um have things have just taken off at a rocket's pace Come on, and, and God has placed me in uh, situations that I hadn't even thought about. I have learned a lot. I have grown a lot. And Man. I've seen my projects take off. Come on now. Because he will restore what you have lost. Honey. If you With stay The locust, he will restore. Absolutely. What's the canker locust? Baby, look here. Okay, and all the things that people think that they have taken from you, yes, he will give back to you many times over. Yes, he will. Yes, yes. he will. So let's go back 
and help the help help the audience navigate through um, going through your traumatic experience, right? Yes. Uh, growing up in a household of greatness. Absolutely. With greatness on your DNA. Absolutely, and the expectation that you will excel. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and so, trying to live up to that. Uh, and always walking in those shoes and expecting greater from you, all right? Mm -hmm. So now you're an adult and you're going through life, you know. And life happens. Things are happening. And now you end up in prison. So I know they want to know what took you to prison. I took something that didn't belong to me. Come on now. Uh, yes. And, and you know, you do things not with the intent, but intention doesn't mean anything. Exactly. Because you can intend, as they say, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. <laughs> and it's broad and wide. Exactly. And what <laughs> happens is you crack the door. Mm -hmm. um, it started with me um, using a credit card that I had accidentally because it looked just like my own credit card. It just the same bank, everything, except it was my a company, a company card. Mm -hmm. And so once I realized what I'd done, I put that back. But see, the door was cracked then because it was easy to, okay, I can do this and then I'll just put it back. Mm -hmm. Well, when circumstances change and now you can't put it back, now what? Oh, that's the enemy, honey. Absolutely. Enemy. Yeah, that's Absolutely. how temptation, that's how he dangled that carrot in front yes. of you. And once you start to, to see how this wheel is turning, you get, you become afraid, of course. Mm -hmm. Then you're... And let me stop right there and let them know what that is. That's, that's fear, but it's Absolutely also safe. the Holy Spirit, you know, you, have, you are at a... a a uh, fork in the road of yes. decision. Yes. And one voice is saying, okay, you need to tell somebody, let somebody know this so you can figure out how to take care of this. That other voice is saying, mm -mm, don't tell nobody because if you tell somebody and see that don't tell somebody mm -hmm. separates you from help. Mm -hmm. Because it's now got you thinking with your ego and Amen. your pride instead mm -hmm. of with that Holy Spirit that says, tell somebody. giving you a way of escape. And, and make, and bring some clarity to this. Absolutely. All right. Because so that's now. where your hope lies. That's where the solution is. The solution is not in keeping it to yourself. Tell them again. Okay. Because somebody needs to understand that. Amen. And so then you look up. And now, as my daddy used to say, is back with two heads and a tail. Mm. Okay, so now what do you do? Wow. Now you're desperate. When you're desperate, you never make the right choice. Amen. Amen. You never make the right choice when you're desperate. Wow. That's okay, how people so commit suicide because they don't see any hope. They don't see a solution. Absolutely. Absolutely. Carefully. My spirit will not allow me to go down that road. Mm -hmm. Praise because it's God. Easy. We have our young people are killing themselves every day. Stuff that we don't think is that big of a deal for them is a major crisis. Exactly. They're gone before we even realize what's happening. Because they seem as though like they have no hope. No hope. But our hope lies in Christ. Absolutely. He always provides us a way of escape. And we can always, that's what he's hes yes. there for, standing there waiting to forgive anything. To forgive and to restore. And to restore. Yes. Won't he do it? Absolutely. So let's go on out of there, okay, Absolutely. and walk them through the triggers along the way where God was trying to get your attention. The triggers were always that feeling because, see, when, when, you're, when you know who God is, your mm -hmm. conscious mind tells something clicks and says, hold up, okay? 
You're headed in the wrong direction. Exactly. Desperation makes you keep heading in that direction. Mm-hmm. Because now so you're operating outside of your God self. Sure. You know, and so there's God always gives us a warning. That one inch you get in the pit of your stomach. Um, yeah. That, that makes you hesitate when you get ready to make a decision. You say, oh, hold up. Wait, let me think about this. Mm-hmm. That's God. Right. Okay, that is God saying, this is not the way. Okay, this is not my way. Exactly. And that's not my voice you're listening to. Exactly. And exactly. so when we ignore that, we're going to end up in the ditch. Absolutely. Absolutely. So share a little bit about your journey while you were in there. I mean, you have some powerful, powerful well, actually, I will tell you, See, this is how I know the realness of God. Mm-hmm. From the things happened for me that people continually said to me, they've never done that for anybody before. Mm. Mm. That's called favor. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? I'm telling you. Right now, there were there were times when an officer would say, "I know you're having a a hard time. Let me put you at the front of this line Mm. instead of me having to wait or try to." out maneuver younger folk that didn't care nothing about me being older. Right, right. There were times when the, the manual would say, in order to get into this program or to have this happen, you need to have this much of a sentence. Well, I only had like a year and a day of which I served 10 months because Come of on, you know. my good behavior, of course, because I didn't go there to stay. Um, yes, Lord. <laughs> and so things like um, work release or getting mm-hmm. into a certain dorm, I managed to get into the Christian dorm. What? Let me tell you how God They worked. have a Christian dorm? Well, they In had, Christian? you could, yes, they do. And, and not all behaviors there are Christian. Mm. However, if they're not, you get sent to a different dorm. Wow. Now, there wow. were dorms where they had all kinds of things going on. Everything from drug dealing to stealing stuff from the dining hall and selling it and all kinds of stuff. In my dorm, what happens was we woke up in the morning, did our morning prayers. We had meditation time. Wow. We took classes during the day that were faith-based. We had people coming in to do Bible studies. This was my day. Wow. It was miraculous because there are so many other places that they could have put me. Yes, yes, because yes. I had limited time. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, the people getting those types of spaces were people who were going to be there longer than me. Wow, wow, wow. God's wow. grace and mercy is real. Oh, it is. It is. Absolutely. Did, and could you see that he gave you an opportunity to oh, witness doubt. while you were in there as well? That he placed you in there. Places, and women would come to me and ask me to pray for them because they trusted that I truly believed in what I was saying. Because yes. my behavior spoke to that. Absolutely. Absolutely. But things were crazy i always had a word say listen okay word of god says in the story yeah yeah because i know my scriptures i know my bible because i read it come on now okay you can't get it by osmosis absolutely you got to put it in so that it can come out (laughs) whatever whatever you feed this oh it's gonna come out exactly good or bad Whatever you feed your heart. Good or bad. Absolutely. It's going to reveal time of trouble, that's what will show up. If Amen. the first word out of your mouth when something bad happens is a cuss word, hmm. you get a little deeper in your faith. Come on now. Come on and now. You put the word of God a little deeper in your spirit. Amen. 
Because mm-hmm. whatever you are ingesting is what comes out when things get difficult. For sure. For sure. That Absolutely. is the truth. And that's why, you know, we have to stop giving our children choices as to whether they mm. want to go tonight. Mm. Or they never ask us if we wanted to go to church. That's right. We knew to get our butts up, get dressed, and be ready to go. Ooh, you speaking a word right there. Because okay. these because kids, you are so us, right. Of course we want to stay in the bed a little longer. Exactly. Why did God give you parents so that they can the, the children can so raise they can you? Make adult decisions. Okay. They haven't even been an adult. Baby, listen. Who's today, leading who? Today I hear too often. Well, you know, I think that's a choice they have to make on that. They don't have enough information to make certain choices. Exactly. Exactly. They and don't even have a history in a way that is beneficial to them. Right. And they don't, okay. they don't know. They haven't had any life experiences exactly. to get any wisdom. important it's going to be to have that faith get... that has been poured into you since I'm telling you came you. out your womb. I'm telling you, and you have to have that foundation. You have to have that foundation. No doubt, because things are crazy. Yes, yes. And the greater crazy. the trial... And it's evident in your life. The greater the trial, the greater the blessing. Absolutely. And that and that was my testimony. I'm like, listen, I'm in here, but I'm not in here to stay. I'm in here right. because this is the consequence of a bad decision on my part. Absolutely. Doesn't mean that God doesn't love me. Amen. It means that he's blessing me every day because I feel his presence. And Absolutely. I know that I'm safe in his arms. Yes. Yes, but you know, even when we make bad decisions, we still have to suffer the consequences for our actions. And there are the just and the unjust. People think that they're getting away. Mm-hmm. Oh, everything that goes on in the dark and will come be prison. Sometimes you will wish it had been a physical prison. Amen. Amen. Because hey. you also have to remember that stuff you mess up may show up. On your children. Ooh, that's biblical. And so while you think you're getting away, Mm -hmm. you wonder why your children are out there struggling when you gave them everything. Mercy. Mercy. When you gave them everything but the right thing, they needed Jesus first. Come on now. Come on now. You bought them some Nikes. Mm. And and a lot of times um, these parents today, they are not making the sacrifice they don't want to make the sacrifice and they're uh, impatient and very impatient they're impatient i hear people talking to their children like these like these six-year-olds are 15 or 20 years yeah. old i'm like you yeah. know that's a baby right and they don't understand right. what it is you're talking about exactly and exactly. you yelling and hollering at them because exactly. they're jumping around that's what kids do that's what kids do they exactly all the time exactly, exactly. Because they exactly. don't have a whole bunch of crazy stuff going on in their head. Because <laughs> they haven't experienced anything right. yet. So they're joyful. They're playing. They're skipping. Exactly. They're jumping. They're hopping. They're like more laughing. Because that's what kids do. Exactly. But you exactly. want them to stop and sit still and be quiet and don't bother you. Mm. So you sit them in front of something that they don't have a business looking at. Come on now. They can twerk, but they can't read. Come on now. <laughs> and they're letting these computers and these video games raise their children. And now these um, cartoons are being disguised as all me. this other stuff pornography, uh, violence. Level that we have no idea because it was no not accessible to idea. us. And Ooh. we don't think about it. They it have because it looks like a cartoon. Listen, you put a parental control on, you think you settled it. These kids know how to work around that and get because they have the links, they have all kinds of stuff that they share you. in their and little chat. Exactly. And 10, 11 year olds are looking at stuff that they don't even know what they're looking at. Exactly. And you're talking about whatever feeds, whatever you feed, good yes. or bad. It's going to manifest. Exactly. 
it's going to manifest. And, and then and you, we end up with teenagers that are addicted to pornography. Mm-hmm. Exactly. They're watching it. Exactly. And now, not only do they want to watch it, but they want to do, they want to take pictures and put them on the yeah, yeah. media and all kinds of things. And exactly. Say, well, how did they even, how did they even learn this? Because this is a world of technology. And this is what you have allowed them. You put it in their hands. So and you have born, to the born, they, You know, they're not even a year old and they know how to turn on a cell phone. Oh, honey, you ain't telling me nothing. My grandchildren, barely one, and, and swiping. Yes. Oh, yeah. So you ain't telling me the, nothing that I don't know. This is so true. So let's shift, let's shift. Okay. And from the trauma and those triggers along the way, right? Mm -hmm. Where he was building your faith, your faith was still being um, tested and tried and he had to be showing himself strong in your life. Like you have no idea. Mm -hmm. I woke up one night and it was pitch black in in, in my, my room. And I looked up on the wall, and there was the silhouette of what I know had to be Michael. Wow. Wings and a sword. What? And I said, thank you, Lord. Right. Because I know that you are watching over me. Yes. Yes. He will and do it. I, and I know that I was wide awake because many times I had difficulty sleeping mm. and because I was always cold. Sometimes it was so cold. It was just, it was, I was always cold. Um, I didn't think I would ever warm up. So, mm. <laughs> wow. So, um, and, and it's made uncomfortable on purpose. You know, one exactly. time one of my assignments was to, to pick the, weeds out of from in between the rocks in the driveway <laughs> okay yeah you know so they've taken in, in florida they've taken education mostly out of the prison system so um unless you're there for an extended time period uh, they don't have an educational system that people mm. can take classes or improve their situation and right there are many many young women that wow. i met didn't have their high school diplomas mm -hmm. and you would think that with this time that would be an ideal time for it was only available at a very limited wow level wow and, and so That's the system is not set up to improve the people who are incarcerated and Wow. It's set up for them to be and, repeat offenders because wow. they're going to go right back into the situations that they left. And they are worse than they were when they got there. Lord in Jesus. In many, many cases. Lord Jesus. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And so, what really caught me was how many women. I was at one location that had over 5,000 women. Wow. 5,000. And many of them were under 30 years old. What? Oh, yes. We're talking about young women. Many of them had left little bitty children at home for someone else to care for. Wow. Wow. This is what is happening to our communities. That's why we're wondering what is what is wrong. Mm -hmm. What is wrong is that a whole generation are incarcerated at some level, whether it's in juvenile facilities or the prison system. Wow. And when they come out of that system, there is nothing there to capture them and direct them in another way. Wow. So no reformation. Absolutely. They go right back in many cases to the same circumstances because they have no skills. They have, you don't have a high school mm. diploma. Wow. Um, if you grew up in a 
wretched situation, mm -hmm. you're going right back to that. So how do I get out? Right, right, exactly, exactly. Well, let's let's shift um, for the sake of time to giving God the glory. I know you've done it along the way. Absolutely. In your story. Um, you know, I have always placed God first. I didn't always mm -hmm. place myself as a part of that circumstance. Mm -hmm. You have to learn to value yourself for who you are. Amen. And not based on what somebody else is thinking, how their what their perception is of you. Um, at one point, it was like more important to me to make sure that everybody else was okay. Mm. I helped many people grow their own pond wow. and didn't water my garden. Wow. You know, and, and wow. so when things happen to you, those people step away. Mm -hmm. You know, because you think that they're going to be supportive. They're not. Yeah, and then you don't have a backing. Exactly. And because they came for a certain, they came for what they thought you could bring them. Right. And when they think that you can't do that anymore, then they, they disappear. And it doesn't matter how close you were, how friendly you were, how great you thought that relationship was. Wow. You lose your girlfriends who were your ride or die. Well, they were ride or die because you were helping them grow their stuff. Wow. 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 Because you wow. could introduce them, you could open doors, you could do things for them. Mm -hmm. And when people think that you're no longer a provider, mm -hmm. then they're done. Wow. And wow. that's okay, because that's how God clears the path before Absolutely. he gives you that restoration. Absolutely. And he also puts us in positions in those situations. So that we can learn how to depend upon him and yes. not man, because he said man will fail you, not sometimes, but every time. But he's a God that he will never leave you nor forsake. People are just human. Absolutely. And we have to understand human beings have faults. Yes, they okay. do. There is no human being on planet Earth that's perfect. Absolutely. Absolutely. And everybody has a crack in their armor. Everybody. Everybody. Okay. The one that doesn't is Jesus Christ. Come on now. Say it again. Period. Period. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Let's clear on that. And, and a lot of times, you know, people think that because you love God, you love Jesus, that you can't have no fun in your life. I'm like, what Absolutely. is that about? I, exactly. And you sleep well at night. You do. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Say that again. That's biblical. Yes, it is. And even when things are crazy, when they're not perfect, because they never will be until mm -hmm. Christ comes back. Yes. Yes. You have a peace in your spirit and a joy mm -hmm. in your spirit, mm -hmm. no matter what. Amen. Because you know that whatever the issue is, you will get through it. And it's not a forever. Amen. Amen. That's good. That is so good. But I tell you that I want to thank you for, first of all, being transparent and being willing to share your story because your story is not for everybody, but it's for somebody. Exactly. That it I is somebody. And, and well, what I had, what I understand is that if my story causes someone to not want to be around me, mm -hmm. then they're not supposed to be around me anyway. Absolutely, absolutely. One thousand. If they understand who God is, yes, and work within His Word, mm -hmm. then they know the power of forgiveness. Amen. They also Amen. know that Jesus came because we were sinners. Yes. And we needed his presence in order to have some type of salvation. Amen. And Amen. so what I have learned is that forgiveness is for me. 
And when I forgive others, it's because I know that God has forgiven me. Amen. And, and there is no one walking on the face of this earth that has not needed to be forgiven at some Amen. point, whether Amen. it was a public situation or one that they think nobody knows about. Amen. Amen. Because we all got stuff. Amen. Every last one of us. Absolutely. Every last one on different and, levels. And a friend of all. Says, you know, a lot of times it's because they simply haven't been caught. I said, well, yeah, somebody's caught them because God sees everything. He sees all things. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And you don't know, you know, what their consequence is. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because you better let go and let God have his way and do what he does best. No doubt. No mm -hmm. doubt. Yes. So I just want to thank you so much. I mean, we could talk forever. And I'm telling you, this has been really, really, really good. And I appreciate you so much for coming and sharing. And for the sake of time, we have three questions that I always ask my guests. Okay. And so are you ready, Dr. Evelyn? Absolutely. <laughs> so question number one, what are you most grateful for? I would say for my family. Um, mm. And, and for um, the way that they love me mm -hmm. um, and, and allow me to love them back. Um, as, as they say, if nobody else loves me, I know that God does and my family. Hallelujah. My family That's has it. been extremely supportive of me forever. Amen. No matter the good, bad, ugly, it's, we, we, they're in there. That's awesome. Absolutely. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Great question. Great answer. I mean, great answer. Second question is, what is your definition of peace? Oh, we. Peace for me is truly having a strong faith mm -hmm. and knowing that God will fight my battles. And mm -hmm. it's not something that I, you know, take for granted. It's something that I know as sure as I know my name, that God fights our battles. He fights the battles that we don't even know he's fighting. Amen. Because we don't always know how the enemy is going to roll up on us. That's right. That's right. That's absolutely right. And so that's great and wisdom. So you right know there. that, you have a piece that you can't even explain to people. Exactly. That surpasses all understanding. Right. I know sometimes people say to me, you, you are always so calm and, and you just don't get, I said, well, yeah, things bother me. They do. But God has taught me how to sometimes just shut my mouth and mm -hmm. let him handle it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's a beautiful thing. And that's a beautiful place to be because when you understand that he's in control mm -hmm. of all things and he has the final say. Yes. That's yes, a beautiful, is. that is a beautiful, beautiful thing to know. And so <laughs> third and final question. Mm -hmm. You know that I have the private Facebook group, Broken Pieces to Peace, yes. right? And so what are the things, what are some things that you do on a daily basis to maintain your sense of peace and some things that you would recommend to our audience today that will help them get on the path to letting go of their broken pieces of their past mm -hmm. and help them to move forward into their life of into their life of peace. Well, I would say the first thing is to what I do every morning. Mm -hmm. I start my day with prayer. Amen. Uh, I start my day every day on the prayer line for my church. Okay. Um, and and that sets the tone for the day. When I don't mm. get on that phone at 6 30 in the morning, mm. I can tell throughout my day. Mm -hmm. I also try to make sure that just like I schedule meetings, I schedule time for my meditations and time for me to just be introspective and take a look at what it is that I'm doing and how I'm doing it. 
mm-hmm. and be aware of how my actions affect the people around me, the ones that I care yeah. about. Mm-hmm. Because the last thing you want to do is to hurt the people that you love. Absolutely. Okay. Too often we stay in denial of our bad habits. We say, mm-hmm. like, well, that's just the way I am. Well, mm. make it right. Exactly. And when you get to start to saying, that's just the way I am, that means you need to put yourself in check and fix mm. it. Mm. No growth. Come on, you got to realize that at some point there has to be a change and start listening to people. You know, to do that, that's absolutely growing. It's a choice, it's a choice to live uh, in peace and uh, acknowledging that you've done wrong, no doubt, and also understanding that you are not the critique for every single thing that happens around you. Sometimes Mm -hmm. we talk too much. We have too Mm. much to say about stuff that's not our business. Mm. You know? Another part of letting go. Amen. 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 Come on now. (laughs) Let's do some word today. (laughs) That is good. That's good. You are so right. So right in all of that. And so I definitely appreciate you so much, more than you know, for coming and sharing with my audience today. And I, uh, if, are there any, is there anything else that you would like to share with our audience before we uh, wrap it up? I know that. I do have, uh, I have several books and uh, people can find them on Amazon or if they want a signed copy, they can uh, contact me through my email, which is Dr. Evelyn at greatnessdna.com. And, um, you know, the the main book that I wrote is about my grandmother and growing up as her grandchildren. Mm. Uh, Then we have a book called Call and Response, which is about the last will and testament of my grandmother. And her mm. grandchildren and great grandchildren's response to uh, what she wrote. That's um, it. Yes. And then I have a book of prayers for Lent. Um, I have uh, prayers and meditations. It's called uh, a Prayer Book for Lent. Mm-hmm. And for, for those of you who don't celebrate Lent, uh, it's one of the seasons of the, the Christian church. Mm. Okay. So I'm going to highlight, I'm going to, I'm going to, Call out the list because I couldn't put them all in the in the um, in the feed. Okay. And so the first one she's written, she's authored six books. And I mean, the first one, but soon, out of darkness into the light of freedom. Yes. Mm, mm, mm. The second one is call and response. Come on now. A conversation with the family of Dr. Mary McLeod Bethune. That I have to get my copies. I'm just telling you, I'm getting my copies. I already know with the, with the titles. And then the third one is, "Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Come on now, preparing for things to come." A book of essays. Wow. And then the fourth one is a book of prayers and meditations. The forty. A 40 Days of Lent, the 40 Days of Lent. Mm-hmm. I love it. And then five is a collaboration. The name of the book is Collaboration, The Queen's Legacy, Essays by 40 Women of Faith. Wow, that's going to be good. That's good. I know it's good. It is. And then the Daily Meditations for Business Women. Come on now. Come on now. I love it. I definitely have to get my copy. And all of these uh, books can be found on Amazon.com. Yes. And you can get your signed edition by ordering from uh, Dr. Evelyn Bethune at Dr. Evelyn at GreatnessDNA.com. Absolutely. Or you can connect with her on Facebook at GreatnessDNA Masterclass or Evelyn Bethune. All right. Absolutely. Is there anything else? Well, that's it. We are working, of course, to get our um, 
radio show up and running uh, by the spring. Yes. Um, and we're excited about that. Uh, and of course, uh, this MMB project, which is we, we hope will, will be out, well, at least be announced within the next couple of months. I think people will be very excited about it. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be it's amazing. <laughs> oh yeah, well overdue. And I already know it's gonna be amazing. So yeah, what is your uh, radio station gonna be about? What is your radio talk show gonna be? I, I talk about everything from politics to religion, um, community events and- Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You said politics and religion. Those are yes, two no-nos that they say. If we had more people of faith that were politicians, it wouldn't be as corrupt as it is. So Hello, somebody. Opposition. <laughs> Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Yes, 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 yes. There's yes. folks in there that care about the people. <laughs> Amen. Amen. And have at least some type of foundation Absolutely. in the word. Yes. Woo. Mm, and mm, we also mm. think that our history is not just for February, that it's 365. And so we, we want to have some ongoing platform to talk about the accomplishments oh, of man. Uh, because we have done some tremendous things yes, that man. people don't want us to talk about. Mm-hmm. This is so <laughs> true. And where what radio station is going to be on? It's actually going to be uh, Facebook Live and YouTube. Uh, we, we've got a YouTube channel that we're working on. Um, and there is a station called 106.3 Joy Gospel. Um, okay. That was started by my nephew, who uh, Jarvis Smith, who passed away uh, five years ago. Mm. The station is still thriving, uh, and it can yeah. be heard on TuneIn. Uh, but it's 24 hour gospel and uh, faith. Talk. Amen. 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 That's awesome. Thank yes. you so much. And thank you so much for sharing that. And I look forward to getting my copy of the book. Absolutely. Yes, Absolutely. the books. Yes. And so, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it. Dr. Evelyn Batum, thank you so much again for joining thank you us. For having me. <laughs> for sure. For sure. For sure. It was. My pleasure, my pleasure. And ladies and gentlemen, make sure that you join me in the morning for where we uh, for where we read the entire Bible in 365 days, 6 a.m. Central Standard Time, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and 4 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. But wherever you may be joining us live, make sure you check your local time zone so that you will and check that uh, notification button so that you will be able to be notified when I go live. And then you want to, if you haven't done so already, go ahead and subscribe to my YouTube channel mm -hmm. where uh, we have Who Wouldn't Serve a God Like This as well. And then every Wednesday, next Wednesday, I'll have another amazing guest telling their powerful testimony on Who Wouldn't Serve a God Like This. And Absolutely. then it is also... God has expanded our territory into television where we are on the Daily Gospel Network every Friday, 6.30, no, 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for Who Wouldn't Serve a God Like This? And we have, if you have Apple TV, Roku, Amazon Fire, we're on all of those platforms, and God is so good. He's just expanded our territory into over 50 million households. And so it's what such a blessing. a blessing. So if you can't get us one place, we just tune in another place, whether it's podcast, TV, Facebook, social media, just make sure you tune in and share it, okay, because sharing is caring. And we look forward to seeing you back here, if it's the Lord's will bright and early in the morning all right so with that being said thank you so much for tuning in hello sheree <laughs> thank you so much for tuning in and that's it ladies and gentlemen bye for now we look forward to seeing you back here next time god bless god bless everyone